0: Hey, one more thing before you go. Let's talk about ancient wisdom, happiness, and astrology. My guest in this episode comes from a long line of Korean royalty and brings with her that unique combination of Eastern and Western philosophy and knowledge. I'm your host, Michael Hurst, and this is One More Thing Before You Go. Kate Lee is going to share with us all the modalities and the methodologies for combining each one of these aspects of our life into something very positive we've talked to Kate in the past and we've had an excellent conversation with her in the in the uh, few episodes ago but in this particular episode we kind of want to share some unique approaches to happiness and uh, another unique approach to astrology and how both of those can help you to improve your life uh, and make you more happy and to make you more productive and uh, healthy in the coming year so welcome to the show Kate
1: Thank you, Michael, for hosting me once again.
0: To remind our our viewers just a little bit, can you tell me uh, a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, I am Kate, based in Seoul. I have, uh, I spent half my life in America, uh, and I studied business, psychology, urban planning, astrology, spirituality, and education, and I have been teaching for the past 15 years, and Over the past three years, drastically, I'm changing direction to social entrepreneurship, where I am helping people with everything I've learned, healing myself in my life, to benefit, benefit you, humanity.
0: Sounds like an outstanding transformation, actually. I know that you uh, you and I have talked about in the past, and we've talked about prior to this uh, podcast, that you have a 30-day happiness program. uh, that's kind of a an interesting way of uh, helping to evolve somebody's life into uh, being happy. Can you tell me a little bit about that? How that got started, and and what the intention of that is?
1: Sure. Yeah, you know that the transformation that it took me three years uh, to change my direction from teaching into building a business. And Michael, you say that's a um, the transition you you worded a a positive word and I want to say that it wasn't not it was not all all positive it, it's good good and bad the positive and negative and why I say that is mm, the, the transition has been challenging and during the three years of transition I recognized you know this this has to change you know something in my life has to change as I was going through the dark night of the soul if you will you know go you go from uh, being happy with your identity with being a a, you know high you know high class teacher in South Korea sponsored by government and then losing I mean like giving up that job and working through my trauma to heal with intention to heal and all of that took three years and along that journey I learned the importance of meditation and yoga, and loving myself like fully, independently, and learning along the way that I am responsible of my own happiness. People around me, they're here to support me, but they cannot give me happiness. And so these challenges that I endured, especially these past three years, has matured me and gave me a sense of purpose and direction. How I, how I serve other people. So that's why I came up with the thirty-day happiness program. It's like a compilation of everything I've learned to take care of myself. Put it into thirty days.
0: Sounds like an outstanding program, especially in this day and age. Twenty twenty has been kind of a unique, tumultuous year. It has really had its negatives. Um, with the pandemic and with uh, politics and with international relations and travel, I mean it's restricted us so intensely that I think people um have kind of backed off a little bit and don't know how to be happy. So this is an opportunity maybe to help them regain that that opportunity to, going kind of change your life to be in a more happy position because when we're happy, I mean, what happens when when we're happy? Tell us what that does to somebody. What does it do to your body, your mind, your soul?
1: That's a great question. To to know, you know, to know what is in, on the other side of happiness. I needed to be sad, yeah. And what it feels to be happy is, I'm not worried about things as much. You <laughs> know, I'm not worried because I'm happy. I just let life be, really, and I let go of the control. Um, Not 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 perfect, but you know, comparatively. um, Like for example, if somebody doesn't show up in the meeting, right? I'm not that upset. (laughs) I'm okay with that. So that's they're okay. They don't want to show up. No problem next. So I have the audacity to move on whether whether what, regardless of what other people do. And because I'm happy, I don't take things personally. <laughs> so my life became easier.
0: that's always a good thing, isn't it? So when we're happy, obviously everybody knows the difference between emotion and how you feel. So, you know, when you're sad, you usually know when you're sad. When you're angry, you know when you're angry. When you're, t- when you're full of anxiety, you know when you're full of anxiety. When you're happy, you know when you're happy. So those emotions, how, how does being sad or being depressed and being happy, what, what are the differences and how that affects us from a standpoint of mind, body, and soul?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah okay I'll go from the um, sad perspective uh, I, I've been there and when we're sad um, I'll speak for myself I have no motivation to do much I question my, my thoughts start to you know question the the, the why it's a never-ending why you know why do we live why why is this they're white, clean, blah blah blah, and it's sort of like a theoretical rabbit hole, rabbit down the down the hole, and I find that that sadness can be compared to a a black hole, (laughs) a black hole, (laughs) so or sand dune, sand dune too, yeah. So you know, being in the sad state. I
0: find well, obviously, I, I think it can affect us. It can affect our health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It can affect our our mental pattern. It can affect our ability to interact with other people.
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely, all of that, and it affects the study. You know, it, it affects the ability to study, um, take take care of your of your daily chores. Sometimes, some people cannot go to work because they're, you know, burdened with sadness. So that adds on to more stress because, you know, you're, 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 you need to, you're obligated to work to put the, the food and roof over your head. However, if you're depressed, yeah, that, that's difficult, yeah? <laughs> difficult. Yeah, cool, yes.
0: Well, obviously the opposite end of that is being happy. So when our body, our mind, and our soul are happy, how does that affect our bodies? How does that affect our mind? How does it affect our soul?
1: Definitely, yeah. When we're happy, mind mm, mind becomes like a tool. Brain becomes a tool where mm, we're using the mind only when it's necessary uh, to 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 use strategy, to use project management skill, things like that. And on our body, the it, it makes us more flexible in the body. Like, and there is less tense and. They're, they're painless painless yeah and you know in our soul i i think that happiness is a symbol like a symbolic un, union of our soul recognizing okay this my body my physical body is a gift and it's a home that mind body and so when it gets integrated that is when true happiness becomes happiness you feel
0: Now, is this part of the part of your 30-day happiness program is designed to help you build like uh, healthy habits in regard to maintaining that, developing that, and maintaining that mind-body-soul conjunction? Correct. Correct. So, can you tell me a little bit about how that works?
1: Sure. So, all all we're looking for is 20 minutes of me time. So, I, I we are we are aware of how busy everyone is, and if you are someone. Who had enough of running around taking care of everything else but yourself. This program is designed to for, for you to stop, take 20 minutes devoting to your happiness. So how it works is every day you put in 20 minutes. And we have broken this program into four sections: week one, two, three, four. And on week one, you get to learn about five elements the fire the wood water and so on and during the week you we have a practice of where letting go like one example is i ask you to do let go of one or three contact information to to with love and compassion and say a prayer i'm letting you go thanks for being in my life our our path has now ended And then at the end of the week, I have expert uh, Edward Anthony. He is a trusted advisor at Stanford Children's Hospital. He guides us with a practical healing healing session, transforming your anger into joy. So the format for the week two, three, four are the same, just that on the week two, we, we learn about five emotional intelligence by daniel goleman and we do we on um, during the week we do new practices building new called new healthy habits and at the end of the second week we have expert dr narges speak about the scientific benefit of meditation she's a research scientist from tohoku university and week three um We learn about five universal emotions by Dalai Lama. And we do let go practice, doing new habit practice, and then expert Edward Anthony comes back to help us shift from depression into joy. And finally, week four, we learn about shifting our perspective and learning forgiveness. And we do practices such as doing less, and doing new habit formation activities. And at the end, we have uh, our expert, Dr. Fred Luskin. He is an, he's an internationally well-known professor from Stanford University, and he wrote a book on forgive for good. And that's how we conclude the session.
0: Those are kind of amazing. It sounds to me like that you kind of combined some Eastern and Western philosophies and methodologies in order to accomplish being happy within that 30-day time period?
1: Definitely. I think that is a key, you know, balancing the Eastern-Western. There is positive in every culture. And to to, to hold, you know, humanity, uh, we need to blend them all. You know, that Eastern is not all always, always good. Western is not always, always good. So I brought with the intention to merge the East and West of the good qualities from what I've learned with scholars what I've learned through life and my cultural background Korea and America and I blend them yeah blend them yeah. here
0: So I know we talked a little bit about what inspired you to create the program but um tell me a little bit more about what inspired you to create this program in specific or inspired you in order to create this 30 day program of happiness why why did you choose Happiness in specific, with the understanding of combining Eastern and Western philosophies and methodologies.
1: Okay, so 2020, I spent all my energy and attention into building the building this concept of, you know, right. I want to help people. I want to help people with everything I've gathered in my life. So as a healer, uh, I, I as a healer, I have a moral obligation to create something that I can benefit. And I was wondering, what is that? What is that? All throughout 2020. And in July to September this year, I was privileged to uh, going to Stanford Graduate School of Business Startup Incubation Program. And there I learned to refine my idea and learn that, okay, this can be packaged into an alpha where people can create healthy habits. And you know, to be honest, I wasn't sure how I, what I create. And the 30-day happiness came to creation as I was building it. And the happiness is I find that it's an important keyword, 2020. And, and, and you know, when, when, when building this, it was really fun because I am creating a concept or I cre- I'm creating. Opportunity. Opportunity, yes, opportunity. And so the inspiration behind this is my, you know, really my, my desire to help people alleviate their suffering. You know, I did have a business meeting early on in, in April and my, my colleagues at Stanford, they advised me that, yes, you have a good idea. This is the, the, the idea that, that which it came, you know, the idea that manifests as this four week happiness program, 30 days happiness program. At the time in April, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And the colleagues advised me that we need to wait for good timing humanity has to suffer first to want to have this medicine. And so, yeah, so I was, you know, treading my water carefully with the um, support of the Stanford incubation and 30-day happiness gave birth. I
0: think it's an, like you said earlier, it's an outstanding opportunity for people to kind of get into a mode of, um, you know, I, I do not think that people take enough time for themselves this day and age. They really don't. They don't take enough time for themselves. Everybody is, especially in 2020, 2020 has been one of those years that has just been an an incredible um, journey for a lot of people, at least here in the United States, for sure, uh, across Europe, for sure, and uh, across Asia, all over the world. It's just been a very, very difficult year, especially since this pandemic kind of took hold, And it created an environment for people to reflect within themselves. But it also gave them, I wouldn't say opportunity, but it gave them, it put them in a position that they weren't ever in before. So you had to change your lifestyle. You had to change the way you work, change the way you go to school, change the way you educate, change the way you interact with people. You lose and you lost, and we lost, the ability to interact with people. We need human contact. We as human beings need need another human being. We need that contact. It helps us to thrive. It helps us to be needed and wanted and loved. And, and it, it's, it's something that we kind of lost during this 2020. So I think that this is a, a valuable asset to anybody's, I won't say portfolio, but it's a valuable asset to add to somebody's toolbox to help them reflect back within themselves to understand that in any situation you can be happy
1: you know that in any situation you can be happy all we need is the right tools and the right mindset and shifting perspective you know 2020 hasn't been easy for me either but i kept continuous i continue to shift my perspective Every every lemon the universe throws at me, threw at me, I made a lemonade. And so, <laughs> yes, yes, change is not easy for anybody. I understand that.
0: Yeah, change. I mean, and obviously, the first step to change is the one you need to make a choice. And you know, you can choose to be happy. You can choose to be sad. You can choose. You have a choice. So, in this particular instance, you created an opportunity for making a value choice to add something to their toolbox that can hopefully make their lives a little happier and a little better in the long run. If you want to one-stop everything for One More Thing Before You Go, visit BeforeYouGoPodcast.com, where you can find each and every episode of One More Thing Before You Go, links to your favorite listening platforms, subscribe and review option, and as a special bonus, by visiting BeforeYouGoPodcast.com, you can purchase any book from our shows access expanded show notes and guest bios. And if you're a podcaster or just getting started, BeforeYouGoPodcast.com can make your life easier with highly recommended podcast equipment and resources for editing and publishing. It'll make your life easier as a podcaster. Hurry and visit BeforeYouGoPodcast.com before your neighbor beats you to it, as it's a perfect resource for everything you need to listen, learn, and grow your own podcast. I want to continue our conversation in regard to helping our lives get in order and to help us get back on track. You have a very unique approach to astrology and how that affects us in our daily lives. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Definitely. Yeah, I I love astrology and I study psychology as a um, BA at Arizona State University, where you are, Michael. A beautiful landscape there. Arizona is beautiful. I, okay, I enjoyed uh, going to school there, studying psychology. Now, astrology is unique and similar to psychology in that, it, I blend it to gain insight about my shadow aspect, and shadow is coined by the Carl Carl Jung, Swiss psychoanalyst. And what shadow is is the part of a part of ourself, our personality that we hid away because of it was not encouraged. So example, if my mom says, do not be angry from early on, then I'm going to shove the anger away unresolved because I'm not supposed to feel the anger. And later on in my life, when if I blow up, it is due to my shadow. So, how I blend astrology and psychology is I look at the pattern of somebody's personality, psyche, psychology, looking at the map of the astrology and help people to see this is part of you. Let's accept that, and you can change it with these ABC strategies. Interestingly, Carl Jung he used astrology to study his patients before uh, before their psychological session, and that was in hidden information. And and my professor, Dr. Richard Tarnas, studied with Carl Jung. He was introduced to astrology by Carl Jung. Actually, shared with us that really the astrology is a tool to go straight into the core of the issue of people, issue meaning take positive or negative, take it you know, doesn't matter. To, to and, and decipher, okay, this person's psychology is ABC. And so you can go straight to the point with astrology and work your way around it. So it's a tool. It's an it's an ancient tool. I really enjoy studying and sharing.
0: And your approach to this isn't as simple as the um, daily little astrological forecast that's in the newspaper, right? It goes a little more in depth.
1: Absolutely, yeah. The, you know, there are 12 houses, twelve. you know, there's nine planets, there's asteroids, there's... Everything is moving and living, and it, it's changing. So nothing, nothing is set in stone like daily report, you know, future prediction... And, and mind you, you know, nobody can predict the future. We can say, okay, as an astrologer, a skillful astrologer, we can say, Wow, this you know, Saturn and Pluto got together in 1623. This is what it what happened in the in the in the collective uh historical event. This happened in seven BC when Jesus was born. This happened also, you know. I'll give you a specific example as to why 2020 was so difficult. There's a planet called Pluto and Saturn. When they get together, they create quote quote mess. <laughs> I want to say that, just quote-unquote mess. So when we track the history, Saturn and Pluto got together during World War I. During World War II, Saturn and Pluto made a significant aspect called opposition during 911. So you can see the pattern in history. And these planets have specific personality. Pluto deals with the underworld, the taboo, everything that we dislike. And it's truthful. And Saturn deals with responsibility. So when they get together, what, what do we get exposed? You can imagine.
0: Yeah, uh, that's pretty interesting, actually. Especially, obviously, looking back on on those kind of times, I never knew that the planets had that kind of an effect on the world in general, because like uh, uh, World War II, for example, it affected the world, why they called it the World War II. So that conjunction um, had a negative effect uh, all the way across the world at world ramifications. That's pretty interesting and you work on their astrological sign, is there a difference between like uh, the 12 houses that you talk about, let's say the the regular astrological sign that most of us are aware of, and like the, um, is it the the Chinese calendar, or, or like the year of the rat, the year of the dragon, the year of, is there any co- uh, correlation between those?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a unique question there are 12 houses there are 12 signs there are you know planets suns and uh, ast- asteroid as i mentioned and there is chinese zodiac and chinese zodiac there's you know rat ear pig ear dog ear and also divided into 12 12 animals and interestingly you, you we can think about this like you know pick and choose like you match like okay so if if somebody is born in a year 1981 in chinese astrology their sign is hen and when we look at the western astrology at 1981 year jupiter saturn mercury and pluto were all conjuncting um, They're close, close close to, depending on what month, but and so you can mix the Chinese astrology and Western astrology to add dimension to to interpretation. And so you know not not everybody is the same. Everyone is different. Even the twin who has the same birth chart, their soul, the, the 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 character soul is different. So by that by that definition astrologers have the responsibility to be very very flexible and mindful about how they consult so there we have to look at the person's evolutionary journey and their soul their the type of the type of the soul they are so again the astrology is a tool and as a fine consultant we need to consider so many aspects it's very very complex
0: so you kind of take the person the person and you take the year and the time that they were born because that plays an effect on on everything as well right
1: right right and
0: so lo- the birth the birth date the birth time lo- so the month the day the year the time
1: and then location
0: and location and all of that plays an effect on on the astrological aspect and the and the zodiac aspect of of their lives, basically, it's not necessarily charted out completely, but there's some generalizations. And and you said we always have the opportunity or the ability to um, kind of chart our own path from that, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. We, we chart our a path around that. You know, astrology is a map map of your soul. And what are you going to do about that? What are you going to do with it is your uh, autonomy. So, so astrologer can guide you. The good ones can guide you. And so you have the the final say. You're the boss. This this is nonsense. This makes sense. Yeah, this, I'm going to apply that. I don't want to apply that.
0: <laughs> so typically, if I were to come to you and you were going to... Um, or work with me for example what kind of things out of uh, like in this in this atro- astrological reading what kind of what can you tell me what would you do to help make my life better that i should be aware of
1: yes so my clients come and with the with the certain amount of information about their life right they know their life best and they, you know, people have intuition. However, when we talk, I look at the map, the astrology, and show, I'm able to show you what has been a pattern and what what happened in what year. And what you may be going through that is challenging or effortless. And during the conversation, my clients told me that, "Wow, this is exactly what I've been grappling with. Thank you for making me feel validated. I haven't met you. How can you know this? <laughs> so <laughs> those are the things. You, can, you get a clarity around what you have been working working through, working with alone in your head. And you get a fresh perspective from a stranger, me, looking at your chart and stating what you have been thinking about. And that, therefore, gives you a direction. Ah, this has been what I've been wanting. This, this is what I've been wanting. Stranger is validated. This is the path. And you get to decide.
0: That's really interesting. So i want to ask a really kind of uh, a bizarre question. But is it typical, like when somebody's, let's say they're a Libra, is it typical for 95% of Libras to be experiencing the same thing at the same time? Or it, are things to, you more unique when you do this, where that's where the birth day, the birth time, and the location come into place? So is it just like all Libras, all Aquarius, all Geminis, all Capricorns, typically this is what happens, and then you fine-tune it? Kind of with the day and the time and the place?
1: I see what you mean, yeah. Okay, when we look at Libra, from an archetypical perspective, there is a milieu, there's a flavor. And the person with Libra sun, let's say, are going to be more inclined to socialization things like that yeah and so from that perspective there is some commonality so we can look at okay libra sun libra moon this is a template but the, the template we have to be very careful about not over generalizing it yeah so we speak from the archetypical archety- archetypical personality and now as you also said, depends on person's time, location, birth, birth, time, birth, location, birthday, birth year. We, everybody's different. And so that generalization doesn't apply. And you know, also, there is someone's moon in different signs, their Mercury in different signs, Jupiter in different signs. So it's very, very dynamic. Everyone is so dynamic.
0: That's really interesting. That's a lot of stuff to really kind of examine in somebody's life.
1: Definitely, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. <laughs> it's like it, it's more than just opening the newspaper and read. Well, obviously, not many people open an act, actual newspaper these days. It's always on the iPad or on the computer. But you open up to the page with the horoscopes. It's it's kind of a little more. Uh, it's a little more, a little more meat. I'm a vegan, but I can still say a little more meat there, because there's, a, you know, more to talk about, more to learn, and more to understand.
1: Definitely. You yeah, know, we're dealing with a whole animal with astrology, I'd say. Yeah.
0: Oh, exactly. That's pretty, that's really interesting, actually. So when you build this around somebody, you you take into consideration all of those aspects. Do you also take in consideration the Chinese zodiac?
1: Yeah, you know, I can, I can. Um, What I also take consideration is human design. Human design is a combination of ancient Kabbalah, quantum physics, Western astrology, Chinese I Ching. And human design is strangely accurate as well. And the story, briefly, this person, Ra, he sort of downloaded this information from a spiritual being, a beam of white light, just downloaded something, some information, and raw made a point to create a system from what has been downloaded into human design. And at first I was skeptical. However, I, I, I am now a big fan of it because it, there's a consistency and the validation. My clients say, wow, this works. Wow. I can definitely relate. So yeah, going back to your question, I I do I can consider Chinese zodiac. My main tools guiding my clients is astrology and human design.
0: That's really interesting. Is is Ra the the sun god?
1: In the mythology, sure. Yeah.
0: I just, I just thought I'd ask that real quick, to see if it was the same raw.
1: Oh, this raw Rahu. He's a human. He's a Canadian. Oh, <laughs> a
0: Canadian. <laughs> oh, I was a little, just a little off the mark there. <laughs> uh, see if I was psychic, I would know that.
1: <laughs> that's brilliant. Really,
0: that's interesting. So, do you believe that the? uh do you believe that the astrological aspect of somebody's life along with your 30-day happiness program would be both beneficial for somebody to help um, help them move forward in their lives in a positive way?
1: Absolutely. If you take an analogy of a river, uh, you can consider me a river water. And if you are thirsty and if you want to stop suffering too much, <laughs> you can come to the water and drink this spring. <laughs> that astrology and 30-day happiness program is a dedication to uh, others from my own pain. And I've be- I- I my life into water, you know, the river, always flowing, giving fresh perspective, uh, nurturing. That's my role, nurturing with intelligence things I've learned so far. And so if you would like to drink um, this water, (laughs) yes, come to me. (laughs) I can help.
0: Well, if someone wants to come to that that lake, that river, where can they find you for the astrological part of this?
1: The website is lifeofemerald.com and there is a consultation under the services in the homepage or people can email me directly lifeofemerald at gmail.com
0: how long does an astrological reading usually take
1: so today i have um 30-day consultation in out available if you want to go deeper you can ask for one hour or two hours
0: that's amazing i mean how does somebody get involved in the 30-day happiness program
1: yeah, uh, people can go to 30dayhappiness.com to see more information written down. And um, if they go to lifeofemerald.com and scroll to services and all classes, people can access seven days happiness program for free. So if, it's, if you want to do the seven-day happiness program for free, you can directly email me at lifeofemerald at gmail.com. Ask me about it.
0: That's a good way of doing that. I think everybody should and I'll make sure that those are in the show notes as well. Um, And this is One More Thing Before You Go. That's the podcast. So, one more thing before you go. Is there anything that you would like to share with anybody? Any words of wisdom?
1: Thanks for this question. I want to offer that people that whatever you are, wherever you are, just accept life as is, and the acceptance can help you transform your life.
0: That's amazing, last words of wisdom. Kate, I really appreciate you taking the time today and sharing with me both your 30-day happiness program and your astrological aspect in life. I look forward to having some conversations with you in the future.
1: Likewise, Michael. Thank you for this time and making space for us to share. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at BeforeYouGoPodcast.com. That's BeforeYouGoPodcast.com. Tell your story, share your expertise, contribute to the blog, and subscribe to the newsletter. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform.
0: And one more thing before you go. Have a nice day, have a nice week, and thanks for listening.
1: One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life podcast, is a creation of One More Thing Productions, established 2010, all rights reserved.